0: The film which you are about to see is an account of the tragedy which befell a group of five youths, in particular Sally Hardesty and her invalid brother, Franklin. It is all the more tragic in that they were young. But had they lived very, very long lives, they could not have expected nor would they have wished to see as much of the mad and macabre as they were to see that day. For them an idyllic summer afternoon drive became a nightmare. The events of that day were to lead to the discovery of one of the most bizarre crimes in the annals of American history, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. hey gays and ghouls i'm katie tool
1: and i'm sean reedy
0: and this is friday night frights a podcast about family ties hitchhikers
1: and roadside barbecue yum
0: yum (laughs) i will say i admitted it to sean earlier but i will say that the first i don't know two or three times i watched this movie when i was young did not realize they were cannibals (laughs) i'm like they just like to kill people
1: i mean they do i mean it's fair that's the main aspect of it
0: right well and like the 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 cannibal part is kind of Implied. Yes. Right. It's not. You never see them like. You know. Tear a hunk off of somebody and then. Fry it up or something. Right. Right. We are doing Texas Chainsaw Massacre, by the way.
1: Yes. Yes, we are.
0: <laughs> just. I know I said that in the cold open, but just in case you, I don't know, maybe you just get the cold open. I don't know.
1: <laughs> but here we are, the original.
0: The original, the OG, nineteen seventy four. Classic. Written, co-written. And directed by Toby Hooper. Yes. The other co writer's name was um, Kim Henkel. Okay. Toby Hooper is hilarious to me because, like, he makes fucked up movies. Well, yeah. Oh, and then yeah. when you see him in an interview, he's so soft spoken. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> yeah, I just said. I don't know. Although he did claim that he got the idea for this movie because he was in a busy store, department store in the hardware section and like was really annoyed by the crowd and like looked over and there were chainsaws and he was like, Oh, I could use one of those to get one through one of the crowds. So clearly pretty I mean he
1: yeah, got a gruesome mind.
0: He's got a pretty gruesome mind. Yeah. So it makes sense. I like
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean if we did if he didn't have the gruesome mind that he did, we would not have the Texas chainsaw franchise that we do.
0: Right. And and particularly this film because this oh, yeah. this is like a, a canonical
2: hmm
0: you know a horror movie and really it was the first slasher
1: oh it was wasn't it
0: if you think about it like texas chainsaw massacre 1974 it came out before halloween it came out before friday the 13th yeah this was the first one and i know that i say this a lot whenever we do one of these sort of older films but can you imagine going to see texas chainsaw massacre in a world in which texas chainsaw massacre does not yet exist <laughs> Like, holy hell.
1: Yeah, that would be... Yeah.
0: I think my favorite piece of trivia that I learned um, in doing the research for this episode was that the reason that Toby Hooper did so many, like, off-screen kills and, like, kept the... Because there's actually not a ton of gore on camera.
1: No, there's not. There's some blood. There's definitely some blood. There's
0: definitely some blood. Mm -hmm. But almost everything... Happens off screen, Mm -hmm. or just just out of frame, right? right? Which actually makes it all the more terrifying. Mm -hmm. But also, he did that because he was hoping for a PG rating.
1: Okay, I know that this is before PG thirteen was a thing. Yeah, but still. But sir,
0: (laughs) in what universe, sir? No, did you write this film, Toby, and be like, you know, this could probably, Toby, no, this could probably be
1: PG. No, no.
0: (laughs) And then it actually got rated X. And they had to, like, cut several minutes to even get it down to R. Like, he gave it to the MPAA, and they're like, are you fucking
1: serious? Hi, I'm sorry. Did you forget that your movie is called The Texas Chainsaw Massacre? And You
0: have a man hoist a woman and hang her from a meat hook. Like, yes, there's no blood. And you don't see the hook going into her back. But still. Uh Uh-huh. Disturbing shit.
1: Coming soon to Disney+. (laughs) (laughs) Plus.
0: on uh, Nick Junior. Like
1: <laughs> Could you imagine just like sir. blues clues and then this?
0: <laughs> this is at like three thirty, right? So it's after the older kids are home from school. No, what the fuck was he thinking? Like, <laughs> sir Can You're you not find- gonna get a PG Right No <laughs> Just
1: embrace it. It's no. fine. Can you find the clue? <laughs> it's on the bloody meat hook. It's right on there. Did you find all the skulls it's- in the room? With the chicken? <laughs> <laughs> did
0: you, did you, oh, my God. Can you imagine the smell?
1: Oh, God. In that room. That, okay. How? Okay, we'll get to it. But we'll get to it. This I, is, I, I think I know ugh. what you're
0: going to say. Yep. This is indeed, I think, the dumbest group of protagonists in the history of horror.
2: Yeah. Maybe in the history of cinema. Yep.
0: Like, the red flags are are large and they are crimson. Yep. And they're still
1: just like, nope, nope, nope. Oh, is that a flashing light? Is it a flashing red stop it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's a red light. There's a stop
0: sign. There's a, oh, there's a barrier here. I don't know why. I'm just going to hop over that. No, it's a bad idea.
1: No, we're going to drive through the red flags. Right on to the house.
0: hmm He made this movie for peanuts.
1: Oh, there's no budget.
0: I mean, we have talked about other films, that had small budgets mm-hmm. and marveled at what they were able to do with their small budget. This one was smaller. Oh, yeah. He had at most $140,000.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which was over budget. They wanted to make it for 60,000. Which like in what again? Again, in what universe are you making this film for
1: $60,000? I mean I mean to be fair,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we do have paranormal activity.
0: We do. We do. And
1: that is, uh, (laughs) that is a phenomenon on its own, right?
0: Yes. And, and, but, and that is the type of, that is the type of film that you can make for for that little money. Mm -hmm. I will say that Hooper started out as a documentary filmmaker Mm -hmm. and part of the reason, in my opinion, and I think a lot of people share this opinion, that this film is so effective is because he brings a lot of that sensibility to it. Yeah. A lot of it is filmed as if it was a documentary.
2: Mm-hmm. Don't get me
0: wrong; there are some very cinematic sequences, mm-hmm. but there is also parts of it that look like you're just walking around a place with a camera. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's that's part of what makes it so terrifying. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it holds up.
1: It really does. Like this,
0: this was shot on a sixteen millimeter, but like it looks pretty damn good. Yeah. In HD. The only thing that I think doesn't quite hold up to HD, like, level resolution is, um, Grandpa. (laughs) Grandpa looks... Grandpa doesn't look great in HD. Like, Grandpa looks pretty fake in HD. But
2: everything else...
1: Everything else. Everything else is good. Looks fine. Grandpa, I'm like, oh, those are some prosthetics. Yeah. (laughs) There's the budget. There it is, right there.
0: You're like, does he have eyes? I'm very confused. Um...
1: Yeah, they're be- they're hiding behind the fake ones. <laughs> right,
0: <there. laughs> they're deep into that mask. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, $140,000 and uh, a cast of relative unknowns, um, mm-hmm. including, of course, Gunnar Hansen, who played Leatherface, mm-hmm. and Marilyn Burns, who played Sally Hardesty, our-, our final girl. And we would have to say that she is the first final girl.
1: She is the first final girl.
0: Like, before the... I mean, I guess the sort of, like, um, the sort of, like, virginal aspect of it, maybe not. Right. But maybe. We don't know. They never say one way or another. Like, she has a boyfriend. Yeah, but you don't know. Doesn't mean they get down. True. I mean. I think there was a, an Empire review of this where they they described this as a scooby Van and Franklin was their, like, Scooby-Doo instead of a dog. They had Franklin. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> also... Franklin often gets a lot of shit for being one of the most annoying characters in the history of cinema, and I agree, but also I feel like he's one of the most realistic
1: I agree with characters that too yeah. in the
0: history of slashers. Mm-hmm. Because like this man had a bad day. From the get, he had a bad day. He mm-hmm. was injured before any of the shit happens. Yeah. He gets slashed by a psychopath. Uh-huh. Again, before they even get to the homestead right. and meet Leatherface. He's already been attacked. Yes. Him personally. Mm-hmm. Like, he is having a bad day. <laughs> I would be cranky too. Uh huh. Come on.
1: And then he gets into the house and everyone's like, here, let me just run off. Oh, you can't do that? Right. Oh.
0: <laughs> oh, you mean this, like, this, you know, 200 year old farmhouse isn't ADA compliant? <laughs> oh. Oh, shit. fuck. Sorry. Bye. Oh,
1: sorry. All the bedrooms are upstairs. Have a good one. <laughs>
0: See ya.
2: Like,
1: like yeah. Oh, like bones. Right, right, right. It's fine. Bones. Here they are. It, I, get, I get him being frustrated. Mm hmm. A thousand percent.
0: Yeah, I get it, and everybody's kind of mean to him. <laughs> everybody's kind of mean to him. Although everyone's kind of mean to each other. Yeah,
2: they're like not this really is good another.
0: Friends. Yeah, like this is <laughs> another. I feel like this was a thing in the seventies, mm-hmm. where there is a scene in which Kirk,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? So the the characters are um, Sally, which is our final girl, played by Marilyn Burns, her friend Pam, and their boyfriends who are Jerry and Kirk, respectively. And then Franklin is Sally's brother.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Kirk finds a human tooth.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Again, one <laughs> oh, of those God. giant red flags. Like, not only is he not as alarmed as he should be by the presence of the human tooth, right. just on a porch, but then he hands it to his girlfriend mm-hmm. and laughs. I'm like, again, why? In all of these old movies were the men such fucking assholes to their girlfriends?
2: Yep.
1: Like, assholes and just blind. (laughs) (laughs) like Assholes and idiots. Yeah. Film, cinema in the 70s. I'm sorry, world. Not all men are stupid. It's mainly the straight ones. (laughs) Sorry about it.
0: (laughs) Uh. Damn. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we will get into all of that. Mm Mm-hmm. But first, it is
2: shocktail
0: hour. Tonight's shocktail is called Sally's Hardy Tea.
1: Ooh, it sounds I don't know, it sounds good. It sounds it sounds really refreshing on a hot Texas day.
0: It is. The influences of this shocktail are as as varied and as many as the influences to this film.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so did you know that if you take a Long Island iced tea and you add bourbon, mm-hmm. you have made a Texas tea?
1: Oh, perfect. That is that? the Yes. I mean. Thank you.
0: <laughs> and the state fruit of Texas, mm-hmm. fun little tidbit. I, When I was trying to decide, I was like, what's the most Texas drink I can make? <laughs> uh, is the grapefruit. So, therefore, they're state drink is the Paloma, and I love Mm -hmm. Palomas. And I was like, Long Island iced tea has tequila in it already. So this is basically a grapefruit Texas tea. Mm -hmm. The first thing you're going to do is, and then, you know, we couldn't just mix those two together because we're extra, so we added a little bit of ginger. Absolutely. (laughs) So you could also say that it's influenced by a mule, because there's lime juice and mule and ginger, so, and vodka. (laughs) It's everything. It's everything.
1: Just take like all your drinks mix it together you got yourself a sally tea <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just the right amount of booze that you would need to get through a dinner with the sawyer family yep but not so much that you couldn't escape <laughs> yes correct uh, so the first thing you're going to do is you're going to make a ginger simple syrup syrup so you take equal parts um sugar and water boil that together this makes a simple syrup We all know this. Um, You're gonna add about a tablespoon or so of cut-up ginger to that and just let it boil along with the water and sugar and kind of let it steep in there to infuse the simple syrup with the ginger flavor. Then you're going to take an ounce of that simple syrup, an ounce of grapefruit juice, freshly squeezed is best, uh, and then, stay with me, a half an ounce of gin Half an ounce of vodka, a half an ounce of light rum, a half an ounce of tequila, a half an ounce of triple sec, and a half an ounce of bourbon. Now, it sounds like a ton. It's actually only because it's only a half an ounce of each, only comes out to about like two full shots per drink. But like, keep in mind that that is two full shots of liquor in this drink. So, like, maybe split it with somebody. Yeah. Or
1: not. It's up to you. I mean, if you're at home.
0: If you're at home, go for it. <laughs> uh, you're going to shake that all together, and then you're going to strain it into a glass with ice. Top it with the cola of your choice, and garnish it with a lime, and go ahead and squeeze a little bit of that lime juice in there as well. And it is delicious. It
1: is so good.
0: So good. Very refreshing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you know, like, I try to make all the cocktails, you know tastes good but sometimes you know you're more more sometimes you're more invested in like making it match the movie right and like sometimes it's just not my cup of tea but this is (laughs) there's no tea
2: at this
1: katie that was so on point that i wanted to just really abruptly slap your arm because i just loved it (laughs) it was great
2: (laughs) if you heard like a clap on the (laughs) podcast
0: that was him being like
1: I really wanted to do it. Like.
0: <laughs> I mean, I do it to you all the
1: time, so it'll right. be fair. <laughs> it's like, ha ha. It was great. It was great. 10 out of 10.
0: So like most slashers, uh, Texas Chainsaw is not very heavy on plot.
1: No, it is not. No, there's a lot, not a lot going on here.
0: Not a lot going on there. Um, But, you know, very heavy on vibes. <laughs> Perhaps the most vibe heavy of any oh, slasher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I would say that, like. Texas chainsaw has the strongest vibes of any mm-hmm. slasher uh, it begins oh I guess I should we should say this too the the crimes of the Sawyer family are are based on several things one of them of course is Ed Gein. Leatherface of is course. based on Ed Gein. definitely um just like we already talked about him in our Science of the Lambs episode because uh, Buffalo Bill was based on Ed Gein.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: and when we get to psycho we will talk about him again because. Norman Bates was also based on Ed Gein. But if you think about it, like, Ed Gein, that happened in the 50s. And mm-hmm. so, like, by 1974, you'd had like, I think the Zodiac and um, John Norman Collins, I guess, here in Michigan, and, uh, you know, a handful of others. But mm-hmm. the, the sort of frame of reference for the depths of human depravity was really still Ed Gein. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, he, you know, the, the the Dahmers and Gacy's of the world had not come along yet. And so, like, the, the sort of, like, stuff of nightmares guy was Ed Gein. Very much still. Not that Ed Gein isn't still the stuff of nightmares, but there wasn't really another one at that point.
1: Right, not at that point.
0: Um. I don't know if Hooper and uh, Hankel were directly influenced by this story, but there's also a story, like an old West story that happened in Kansas, not in Texas. um, And it's known as the bloody benders story. Have you ever heard this? I think they did Mm -hmm. it on my favorite murder once.
1: Uh, maybe. Well, I I would definitely have heard it if they did, but.
0: So it was this, it was like the 1800s. It was during the sort of like, you know, gold rush, like, you know, expansion West. Mm Mm-hmm covered wagon type times and there was this family that may or may not have actually been related to each other okay um who lived in kansas and they were called the benders and they had a general store that served as kind of like an inn that they also lived there of course because there was like two rooms right and right. they killed people and yep. robbed them um, I do remember this um, as story <laughs> as far as i know they did not there's no lore involved that they ate them
1: no but
0: like the the it remind, what reminded me here of that is like when they find all the old cars or not even old cars when they find all the cars yep. that have been sort of like hidden mm-hmm.
1: was this the one where they had a trap door
0: they had a trap door and when okay. they opened the trap door it was like
1: they flipped them into a room like and they yeah, fell on and they killed somewhere. them
0: with, they attempted to kill them with hammers yeah they they would smack them on the head with a hammer and they mm-hmm. would fall down into like a pool of congealed blood.
1: Mmm, <laughs> I love it.
0: So again, kind of kind of reminds you of like this. Definitely. This. So, but I don't know if that was a, uh, you know, if if they had that case in mind um, when they wrote this. But mm-hmm. it is the story of, like we said, Sally Hardasy, her brother Franklin, and their friends, Pam, Kirk, and Jerry. Mm-hmm. The story begins. Okay. We need to talk about because, like, one of the things that makes this movie iconic is the cinematography.
1: It's great.
0: I mean, what they did with that, like, little 16 millimeter. Yeah. And zero money.
1: They have some great shots in here.
0: Some great shots. And what this was that previous horror movies really had not been, it was sun soaked. Yes. A full two-thirds of this movie and most Mm -hmm. of the deaths take place in broad fucking daylight Mm -hmm. in the Texas heat. Like, not a cloud in the sky.
1: Two-thirds of the movie is all of the deaths. The last third is Sally.
0: That's true. That's the point. I think the only one who it's... I think the only death that happens in the dark is Franklin. Yep. I think that's the only death that happens in the dark. Everyone else is, you know, it's in daylight. Mm -hmm. And it's like sun washed yeah right um, that that's hadn't a, really ever been done before
1: yeah I mean it's a beautiful Texas sunny day
0: I mean a lot of things in this movie had never been done before that's true <laughs> but that first shot and again how did he ever think he was gonna fucking get a PG rating
1: I, <laughs>
0: that opening shot of the corpse in the graveyard
1: mm-hmm. on
0: a bright sunny day oh yeah is like Just punches you in the face. Uh huh. Right? And in the background, you hear uh, a radio broadcast. Mm -hmm. Um, Because again, Hooper did the whole thing that Romero did where he was like, that's based on a true story. It's not. It's not. I mean, to the extent to which, like, yes, it's partially sort of like based on Ed Gein and maybe the Bloody Benders, but like, there was not a man in a, you know, face mask. Well, (laughs) in a face mask? Right. (laughs) In a mask of face. I mean, face mask means something different these days. It's yeah, COVID. It's... Oh my gosh, she's supposed to get a leather face face mask. <laughs> if you can, I'm getting one. Um...
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> what
1: were you saying? Oh no, now I'm distracted by the leather face face mask that's going to happen. Um, <clears throat> well, you're right. It's. It's not. It's definitely not a true story. Mm. The reason that they said that is because they wanted to address. They're they're saying it in response to uh, all of the lies that the government has not told us.
0: Yes, yes. The the, the sort secrets. of the, yeah. The sort of like mid to late seventies were bleak. Mm-hmm. Like in nineteen seventy three, you had Watergate was going on, the Vietnam War. There was the energy crisis, which also ties into this film, of course, because the, I mean, if you believe that the place was actually out of gas and he wasn't just trapping people, but right. they readily believe the place was out of gas because mm-hmm. of the energy crisis, and that right. is also something that's in the radio broadcast mm-hmm. that, you know, is sort of addressed in the radio broadcast. Right. Um. So the radio broadcast talks about this rash of grave robberies and vandalism mm-hmm. at local cemeteries. Right. And obviously we are seeing one of those, right? And it starts with this, I mean, actually, the very opening shot is a camera flash mm. illuminating parts of that corpse, which was brilliant.
1: So I think out of everything, the camera flashing and the noise that the camera makes mm-hmm. is the most iconic, that is the most iconic sound. Yep. Of this film, yep, they've used it in the remake from twenty eleven or whatever it came out. I forget. I know we just discussed this.
0: the The first remake came out in two thousand and three. Er,
1: so, what? Yep. Oh, is that the beginning? Is that no, the Texas,
0: no, there was one just called the Texas Chainsaw Massacre that came out in two thousand and three. That, that long ago. Oh god. That was the one. It was like it was one of the it was one of the Jessicas, and she gets like that was the one where they they hang her in a meat hook, but then they also like cut off her legs and shove it into salt. That one was just called The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It came out in 2003. Oh.
1: Have you ever seen that one? I might have. <laughs> <laughs> the remakes are not good.
0: No. I mean, I saw that one in the theater, right? right. I was in high school, so right. I was like going to see that. But right. yeah, it wasn't great.
1: With the exception of the new remake, because we haven't seen it yet.
0: Right. Yes. Haven't seen it yet.
1: Nope.
0: Not even a little bit.
1: Mm-mm. But the... Um,
0: we have seen it. We're recording <laughs> the review of it right after we do
1: this. <laughs> but it's that, but as of this that moment. That
0: statement was based
1: on a true story. Because <laughs> uh, it's, honestly, that sound is jarring.
0: It is. Yeah. It's, it's a
1: very uncomfortable, it's nails on a chalkboard to me.
0: Yeah, a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. A little bit. But also very satisfying. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so, yes. There has been this rash of vandalism in cemeteries, which is actually the reason that Sally and Franklin are there, mm-hmm. because this is where their this area is where their family is from, and their grandfather is buried in this cemetery that was just recently vandalized. So mm-hmm. they go to the cemetery to make sure that his grave is okay. Mm-hmm. Them and you know dozens of other people. There are people milling around the cemetery. Mm-hmm. The first crazy thing that happens is that. Uh they stop off at the side of the road so that Franklin can go to the bathroom.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Franklin is in a wheelchair. And so they sort of wheel him over and, and they give him a, you know, a coffee can to you know, urinate into. And then a passing truck startles him and he like jerks forward and rolls down the hill, falls out of his wheelchair. The wheelchair falls on him. <laughs> right just right away this is he is having a bad day
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, this is what this is what I meant when I said like he's injured before any of the shit goes down (laughs) like he just his day starts out bad and it keeps getting worse (laughs) cut him a break Um, so they go to the cemetery they find out that their grandfather's grave is fine they get back in the car they get back on the road they pick up a hitchhiker
1: mistake guys come on number one
0: of many, but oh my God, like, uh, this guy is clearly
2: hmm.
0: And he talks about the slaughterhouse. So they have this whole conversation about the slaughterhouse because they have just driven by it. Right. And Franklin kind of explains to everyone how a slaughterhouse works, which is important. It is important. <laughs> Down the road. <laughs> Literally. Um, I'm just full of them tonight. Um, and they find out that this young gentleman used to work at the slaughterhouse on the kill floor, because of course he did, and that he actually lost his job because of like the new sort of air gun technologies that replaced the like old-fashioned sledgehammer method. Right.
1: So they didn't need as many people. They
0: didn't need as many people. Like one person could, could slaughter more cattle. We're mm-hmm. not going to get into how slaughterhouses work, but oh, no. you can look it up. Um, at which point, his behavior becomes increasingly erratic. Oh, yeah. He asks to see Franklin's pocket knife that he's just sort of like, you know, I think kind of picking his nails with, right? Yeah. Like cleaning his nails. Um, Franklin hands him the knife, which mistake number two, don't hand a stranger your knife. What's wrong no. with you? Um, uh, and he proceeds to cut open his own palm with it which freaks them all out a little bit. And they're all just trying to sort of stay calm and be like, okay, he's clearly like on something or maybe a little unstable. So let's just stay calm. He pulls out his camera, takes a photograph of Franklin and it's like a Polaroid, right? So he Mm -hmm. like sets the Polaroid aside to develop. Then he reveals that he also has a knife. Well, a straight razor. right? But like that he didn't actually need Franklin's to hurt himself. He could have hurt himself with his own knife. Um, and so they're like yeah that's great buddy it's really cool that you have that can you put it away (laughs) and he does um he doesn't really get very angry until he tries to sell the polaroid photo right to them Mm -hmm. this was mistake number three just give him the two bucks and get him out of the car yes like if he's asking for two bucks give him two bucks like i understand the economy was rough in 1973 i don't know how much two dollars would translate to in today's dollars but if they had two bucks, they should have just given it to
1: him and got him out of the car. Yes. Oh, would be like, here's five.
0: Right? <laughs> Bye.
1: <laughs> Thanks for the f- beautiful photo. Oh my
0: God, it's amazing. I'm uh-huh. going to treasure it forever.
2: <laughs>
0: Goodbye, sir. Uh, he offers... He tries to get them to take him directly to his home. Uh-huh. He offers to, uh, you know, have like have them stay for dinner. And they're like, no, I mean, I think we're just not going to do that. <laughs> right. Which, like, the smartest thing they said the entire time. Um, And then they refuse to pay him for the photo. Right. They're like, we, we don't, it's not a very good photo. We didn't ask you to take this photo. We're not going to pay you for it. At which point, he gets extremely agitated. He takes fucking gunpowder out of his little, like, yeah. raccoon skin pouch that he has, his little, like, raccoon fanny pack that he has. Okay. And lights it up in the car. Uh-huh. Which is very alarming to all of them. <laughs> then he takes out a straight razor and he slashes at Franklin's arm.
1: Yeah. And really cuts it pretty deep.
0: He does. He does. It's not, you know, it's it, it wasn't it wasn't a good time. Again, Franklin's having a very bad day.
1: Already. Pete at himself rolled down a hill. <laughs> right. Fucking got got cut.
0: Right. Fell out of his wheelchair, got attacked by like a weirdo on the road. Like he's just having a bad day. So at that point, they do throw him out of the car. Mm -hmm. He uses his own blood or Franklin's blood, somebody's blood, to like write, try to almost like write something on the car, Mm -hmm. on the van. Um, The Scooby Van.
1: I mean, realistically. It very much is. Even their outfits. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, hey, Fred.
0: Right? For real. So they get him out, and they're like, okay, well, that was an unpleasantness that is clearly going to be the only unpleasant thing that happens today. Let's get happy and
2: mm-hmm.
0: carry on. Uh Pam, Pam keeps reading out of an astrology book that's basically saying that horrible things are going to happen. I
1: mean, it's <laughs> like, not wrong. You're right, but also, just stop reading it. <laughs>
0: right? You're just freaking everybody out at
1: Hi, Your book is telling you that all of you are going to have a bad day. Either take the, the advice that's being literally given to you, it's in your hand right now, mm-hmm. or... Stop just it. Just put it down. Just put it down. <laughs> Stop it. One of the two. I feel
0: like you could just put that book down. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get to a gas station, and this is actually one of my favorite scenes in the movie. When mm-hmm. they're at the gas station for the first time, mm-hmm. and a character who is known only as the proprietor uh, comes out to talk to them. They're sort of asking about gas. They're asking about directions. And there's this guy there that keeps washing the windshield.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And he'll be washing the windshield. And they don't ask him to, right? But he just walks up and he starts washing the windshield. And then when the proprietor starts to walk away, so does the guy who's washing the windshield. And then every time the proprietor walks back to the van, he starts washing the windshield again. <laughs> and it is just such a great gag because it's so quiet.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Right? It's just like it just he just keeps walking back and washing the windshield. And then eventually at one point one of them looks at him and is like, what are you doing? Stop it. <laughs> It's, it's clean. It's okay.
1: Like, thank you, but... Stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but he tells them that he's out of gas. Right. His pump is empty. Mm-hmm. The transport's coming late that afternoon with, you know, the tanker with more gas. Mm-hmm. So if they want to hang around and have some barbecue, because he sells barbecue... Yep. They can do that, but, you know, otherwise they're going to have to come back later. Right. They decide they're not going to stay at the gas station and have barbecue, which, like... Well, I mean, not a great decision because of where they end up. But, like, also don't eat that barbecue. Um,
1: don't worry. They do anyways. <laughs> they do.
0: <laughs> they become that barbecue. Yes. Um, but they decide they're going to go mess around in the, uh, at the old family farm. Mm-hmm. Where their grandfather, who was buried in the local cemetery, lived. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So Sally and Franklin used to go there when they were kids for, like, mm-hmm. summers and stuff. So they, they decided to go and, like, have a little nostalgia ball. Um, and they're sort of running around the house playing and they're like, oh, there's a creek. There's a swimming hole where we can go swimming. Mm -hmm. And Kirk and Pam are like, okay, cool. We're going to go swimming. Which way is it? And Franklin's like, it's that way. And off they go. Right. On their own. Uh Franklin, again, is not having a very good day. This is like a dilapidated house. He can't get around it very easily because of his wheelchair. And he's just like, and everyone has abandoned him. (laughs) Right. Again, yes, he is an irritating character. 100% justified. In his in his bad attitude.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: Like even before Leatherface shows up. Yeah. Having a bad day.
1: hmm
0: And then his day gets worse because he finds totems made out of animal bones.
1: Which is definitely not a normal thing to find around your house.
0: Around your house especially a house an abandoned house.
1: Right. Like That's been abandoned for how long now?
0: It's been abandoned for a long time and it's their mm-hmm. family home, so they know that like
2: mm-hmm.
0: they know that no one else is supposed to be there. Right. But exactly. clearly somebody has been there making mm-hmm. animal bone totems, which mm-hmm. like you know, are fun if you see them at like an oddities store, but not so fun if you see them in a random farmhouse. No. Like, get out, uh-huh. get it's, out of there.
1: Especially because that farmhouse is so dilapidated that there's not really doors. Right, like.
0: <laughs> that's true. You can't even shut yourself in. No. Um. So, Kirk and Pam go down to said swimming hole, which is no longer a swimming hole. It's dried up. Yep. So they're bummed, mm-hmm. but they see. A house. And they're like, oh, let's go ask those people. Mm The 70s man. Let's go ask those people if they have some gas. Right. Right? And as they approach the house, they see a whole bunch of cars. Yeah. Just parked out back.
1: Whole bunch of cars. Oh. But not just parked out back. Also covered.
0: Yes, that's true. (laughs) Hidden behind. He has to like, you know. So first of all, he sees like something that's clearly supposed to be hiding something. And it's like, Mm -hmm. what's back there? Which in fairness, I would do too. Like... When we were when we were in Scotland, every mm-hmm. fucking gate we passed, I was like, "What do you think is back there?" <laughs> every time there'd be like glorious, you know, glorious seventeenth century building to my left, but to my right there'd be a gate, and I'd be focused on the gate. Yeah, so like red flag number seven, but like big red flag number one. Yep. Like do not go to this house. There's also like shit hanging from trees, weird shit hanging from trees. Yeah, like just like torn random fabric stuff. about yeah. like. These are not. These are probably not going to be very welcoming people. No. Even if they didn't turn out to be who they were. Right. Like, there's a very good chance you just, like, are greeted at the door with a shotgun in your face. Right? Like, come
1: on. You never know. Um, this,
0: is, not... this is also when he finds the aforementioned tooth. Yeah, on the front porch. On the front porch. It falls out of the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He opens the screen door and it falls out of the screen door. Mm-hmm. And again... Not at all perturbed by that, just keeps knocking on the door. The door opens because it's like wasn't closed all the way. And again, Ugh. the smell that must have been coming out of that house. Oh my
1: god. Would be enough to be like,
0: you know nope. what? I'm not going in
1: there. No. Also, don't just walk into a house. Oh know. Like Oh, the door opens? Yes, that means by all means, just no, go right on inside.
0: At the very least, root. At the very least, root. <laughs> yes. Um, and he sees, but he can hear sort of like someone moving around in there, right? Mm-hmm. And also, if there is clearly someone home and they're not coming to the door, they don't want you there. No. If they wanted you there, they would have come and let you in. Be like, hey, neighbor, come. here, yeah, here's a gas can. No, he didn't want you there. No, go away. Well, I mean, he did. Well. <laughs> but not for the reason you wanted to be there. No, no. Um, I will contend, and I will die on this hill because he will kill me. The first shot of Leatherface is one of the best if not the best monster reveals in the history of horror oh
1: yeah him just slide that door open
0: bye and then and then he's gone again and you're just like what the fuck was that yeah like
1: (laughs) it's so fast
0: it's so fast it's so fast Mm -hmm. and like there is nothing that has happened so far that makes you think that that guy is going to show up
1: no like Nothing. you've
0: seen no glimpse of him. Mm-mm. Like if anything, you might think that if somebody's gonna like go nuts and kill them, it's gonna be the hitchhiker, right? Right, which is which is fine. And like he is involved, obviously, but like right. he's not he's not really that scary.
1: No, he's just a hitchhiker. He's, he's just, just a like, dude.
0: he's just a dude. He's a normal size, like kind of skinny. Like they could they could take him, right? Right, like mm-hmm. if they didn't also have Leatherface to deal
1: with, right? Exactly.
0: <laughs> but um, yeah, the uh man man that's just such a great that's Mm -hmm. just such a great reveal that's such a great introduction to that character
1: Mm -hmm. and it's and the so him getting taken uh and well him getting so because he gets hit over the head he does and
0: then he seizes which is like so chilling to me I don't Uh know why but like There's something that makes it, and I don't know, I mean, I've never watched anyone be murdered, obviously, but, like, there's something that makes it seem so much more realistic when, like, someone gets in, someone, like, gets shot or stabbed or hit on the head in a movie, and then they, like, start convulsing.
1: Yes. Well, it's because it's a reaction. It's not, it's not just, okay, they're dead. Right. It's not, they're knocked out. Right. Like, they're reacting to what's happening, and it's not quick.
0: Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's yeah. like, it, it, it feels more like what would actually happen if somebody hit you on the head with a sledgehammer. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. you you would probably have a seizure. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got, like, massive brain damage, but not enough to kill you right uh-huh. away, right? Like, but you're you are not going to be in good shape. Uh, no. And then, yeah, and then he just, like, he pulls him in and then that boom the, of that metal door.
1: Oh, it's so satisfying.
0: There's nothing they could have done that is scarier than the sound that door makes. No. Like, the sound design of this movie is flawless. <gasps>
1: sorry my brain just went in 18 different directions (laughs) (laughs) pardon the pause yes it is absolutely incredible i love Mm. the sound design of this movie um i also (laughs) want so i want to i want to take it back again for just a quick second so he's opening the door right Mm -hmm. and going into this house right you have your stairs going upstairs right in front of you. Mm-hmm. And then immediately to the to the left of that is another door, mm-hmm. assuming leading to like a basement, the basement or wherever I forget I forget technically if it goes down or up or whatever. Um, the wall is a bright crimson red, high red flag. Here's your actual color Literally here. Literally red. And a bunch of skulls hanging on the wall. Right. No. 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 Sir. No. Other direction. Do you want to add yours to the mix? Because it sounds like you do. They'll make space.
0: (laughs) Leatherface is very into interior decorating.
1: Right. If you see the next room over, there's a bunch of skulls in there. They're probably from the wall, and they just took them down.
0: Also, he has to walk by that room. And he clearly doesn't look into it. Mm -hmm. When he's walking toward the red room let's mm-hmm. call it right he passes by the doorway
1: with the other to room to the other
0: room that has the chicken and there's a chicken in there so you think that would draw your attention because the chicken was making noise yes but he doesn't seem to notice that Mm-mm. and then leather you know then Leatherface comes in and right. bang and goodbye
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and it happens so fast that he doesn't even scream right right mm-hmm. uh, which means he does not alert his girlfriend right has stomped off because she's mad at him as well she should be because he handed her a fucking human tooth
1: mm-hmm.
0: at the very least you
1: like unsanitary <laughs> yeah oh we're gonna have a talk <laughs>
0: <laughs> right yeah like why are you with these people yeah um but so she then walks into the house
2: uh-huh
0: she sees the she doesn't see the animal skulls because the let door's close. the door uh-huh right but she does how did she falls down she trips over something right yeah
1: I believe uh, she's like almost it's almost like she's turning to go into the room and Mm -hmm. then trips and falls into like a big pile of feathers oh my god like and bones just the smell it it I don't understand how they walked into there and didn't even make a face Mm mhm did the 70s smell disgusting? Maybe.
0: <laughs> Had their nose just been killed by driving by the slaughterhouse, and that's all they could smell? Like, maybe. everywhere, the whole area maybe stank?
1: You know what? It probably did. They did just drive by the slaughterhouse. You're right.
0: And it's, like, it's pretty close. So, yeah. like, maybe just the whole area stinks, and so they just assumed that was the smell?
1: It's very possible. Oh, but, yeah,
0: like, just the chicken alone. Just the chicken. In a canary cage. Yeah. no, Just up there. And all those feathers. Oh, my God. It is, it is the grossest dirtiest and she falls right into it Mm -hmm. and like you can see that there's a bones about but like all of the bones on the wall that the first guy saw were animal bones there were no human
1: bones that is very true
0: so like it was at least like oh this is obviously like taxidermy right or like you know this is just vulture culture um (laughs) but yeah it's a little you know a little more extreme um and I mean, I, I say this I say this as a woman who does, like, absolutely own bones. Oh, yeah. Animal bones.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I have my own bones, but they're inside my body.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you own bones on a shelf.
0: <laughs> right. I own bones that
1: you put on a shelf. Yes.
0: But they're animal bones.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but some of the bones in this room are clearly human.
1: Yes. There are skulls in there. Yeah. And so <laughs> she
0: starts to freak out.
1: Well, yeah. Well, there's also the couch. The couch that's couch met, the that frame is made, is made out of bones.
0: of bones, <laughs> like, okay. human bones, and she's like, "Oh shit, this ain't good." So she turns to run away out mm-hmm. of the house, right? Um, but Leatherface catches her, yep. which is again just another great shot because you uh. walk. There's something so like terrifying about the way that he like ropes her and pulls her back in. Oh yeah, and like the way the shot the way the shot reverses from them running out to now it's in front of them and you just Mm -hmm. see her like whip back as he's pulling her back into the house i don't know what it is but man that's just such it's a great sequence it
1: is an iconic scene
0: it is it's just a great 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 like and then he takes her into that back room Mm -hmm. it actually might not go up or down i I think it just goes to the side i think it just goes to the side too it's like a hallway kind of yeah um he takes her into that back room where he has her boyfriend laid out on a butcher block
1: Uh uh-huh
0: and he hangs her from a meat hook and oh my god i can't watch it and you don't even actually see it like you don't because again Mm
2: -hmm.
0: hooper kept everything off (laughs) out of frame to try to keep the pg rating he hangs a woman from a meat hook yeah like and just the and then they put that on the poster (laughs) it's like what are you going for what do you think that people are going to think about this movie (laughs)
1: family um, friendly obviously
0: obviously it's about a family <laughs> mm. um but yeah so she's hanging there while he dismembers the corpse
2: mm-hmm.
0: who was not even really a corpse yet like he he was still kind of breathing i think when he starts to dismember him
1: i believe so yes. unconscious. yeah
0: um so that's where she is that mm-hmm. she's just literally hanging out. And <laughs> back at the at their own family home
2: mm-hmm.
0: Franklin and Sally are starting to get worried because like now it's it's been, you know a couple of hours. The sun's gonna go down soon. They're like, did they get lost? And so Jerry, who is Sally's boyfriend, decides that he's gonna go look for them, right, right. And he tells Sally and Franklin to stay behind. So he starts to walk towards the creek. He also finds the farmhouse. Also just walks in. Yelling like, hey guys, quit fooling with me. As if like, his friends are playing a prank. I'm like, I'm sorry, did they construct a farmhouse? That has creepy shit all over it? Like what?
1: You know, people did that back in the (laughs) 70s. They just built a farmhouse in a day.
0: (laughs) Just to prank their friend.
1: Yeah. They had a lot of time. <laughs> there was no internet back then. No. What, what we were able to accomplish before social media. I'm just saying, without Instagram, where would we be? <laughs> we're just building houses.
0: Left and right. The Texas desert. Yeah. Um. He walks in and he hears <laughs> something in the freezer. Uh-huh. Uh, and he opens it and there is Pam. Uh-huh. And she's alive.
1: Yes, she sure is. She pops out.
0: She pops out and he's like, oh shit, backs up. Leatherface is behind him. He gets the hammer to the head. Now yep. he's dead too.
1: Uh-huh. And I love that Leatherface just like shoves bam by her yeah, head. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> this is your fridge. Okay? Right. Yeah, like, you go, down lay, down. <laughs> lay
0: down. Go see. <laughs> um, So now you just have Sally and Franklin back at the other house. Mm -hmm. Um, Franklin wants to stay where he is because he is the only smart one. (laughs) He is scared, but that's because he's the only smart one. And he's like, and he's also been obsessed with this mark that the hitchhiker put on their car right because he's afraid that the he'd be able to identify the van Mm -hmm. by that which is fair which is fair he's like did Mm -hmm. he do this so he could follow us Mm -hmm. and everyone's getting annoyed with that sort of line of thinking and it's like that is a valid point Mm -hmm. you should probably wash that off also it's bad for the paint i'm sure
1: Maybe a little bit. I, know. I usually don't want blood on your car, in general. It's usually right. pretty... And also, like, you thought. probably
0: shouldn't just be, like, driving around with blood on your car, because people might get the wrong idea about you.
1: Right. What did you hit?
0: Right. <laughs> is that a person? Why is it on the back side
2: of the car? A little bit.
0: So, they, they argue about whether or not they're going to go looking for everybody. Sally's like, I'm not leaving here without my boyfriend. Like, the other guy... Or Franklin is like, let's just go back to the barbecue stand, which... Again, would have gotten the right back to where they were, but they didn't know that at the point. Um, finally, after like some tussling, he's like, okay, fine. We'll go look. I'll go with you. Like, Don't leave me here alone. Mm-hmm. I'm coming with you. So they're walking mm-hmm.
1: along. Well, but they she didn't want to. She did not want him coming with her. No. Because she couldn't push him.
0: Right. She was afraid he would get stuck right. in like the fields, and she mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to get him out, which is right. a valid concern. Right. right. She didn't want both of them mm-hmm. to be stuck. She wanted him to stay where he was ostensibly safe right um and he should have listened to her because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's when they meet leatherface uh-huh and leatherface just takes his chainsaw right to franklin oh yeah like just like
1: round 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 just he was stabbing him with it
0: he was he was, he was like <laughs> stabbing and then up uh, and then stabbing and um uh, it was like there was there was like some interesting technique
1: there. yeah I'm like all right i mean that's not how chainsaws usually work but i mean you did the job
0: i mean you don't usually use a chainsaw for that purpose though no. so
1: mission accomplished
0: i mean i guess yeah got the job done <laughs> so sally's like oh fuck runs runs away
1: mm-hmm.
0: leatherface can't catch her for some reason
1: <laughs> not only can leatherface not catch her even though he is a fast runner he's um, a fast
0: runner and he's taller than her yeah so, like i mean she's got long legs but like Still.
1: And she's not running that fast. She's not running that fast. And also, she is non-stop screaming.
0: She is, yeah. From this point until the end of the movie, um, Marilyn Burns pretty much does not stop screaming. Yes. It's like one continuous scream.
1: And I don't know um, if you know this, Sally, but... If you're trying to maybe stay away from someone or hide from them or something maybe not scream
0: right well I mean in fairness though at this point he's just like he's right behind her
1: Like, I mean, there's that's no way true. she could have hidden but it's also at night and right, you're that's running true. through a bunch of trees
0: that's true she could have just like taken a dive yes and and into some brush or something uh-huh. probably could have you know at least disoriented him
1: right it's dark out like he he probably wouldn't have seen you he's wearing a fucking skin mask like his eyesight
0: you know it must be hard to see out of that thing that is an excellent
1: point (laughs) i'm just saying
0: because like it's not like jason's mask or well it's like it's more like jason's like sack mask right Right. yes or like but it's not like michael's mask where there's these nice little eye holes like they're they're roughly cut and they don't Uh really fit on his eye it doesn't fit his face very well no because it's not his face
1: no it's someone else's (laughs) someone else's face in his face. <laughs> <With> his face. <laughs> so no, I, like, if, <laughs> the whole time she's running and I'm like, I understand that for a good chunk of it he is literally like steps behind her.
0: Oh yeah. But they're probably was, close enough to slash her.
1: Yes, and right. I don't know why he didn't. But I mean, you know, the movie needs to be at least 100 and or it, it needed to be as close to 90 minutes as possible. So I get it.
0: It is 83 minutes long
1: for the record. Uh, yes. <laughs> not even 90. <laughs> right? It is tight. <laughs> and a solid, and I'm not like literally almost 30 minutes even of that is Sally escaping. That is true. So. You are correct. Um, so yeah. Don't know why she didn't dive somewhere, but you know what? She's reacting as she's reacting.
0: I mean, again, We've said this every time that you know we're talking about a slasher, really, really any, but especially slashers. You're mm-hmm. talking about like an extremely traumatized young woman who is just like losing her mind.
1: Well, she just watched her brother get. She just cut watched her brother get
0: up. get dismembered
1: mm-hmm.
0: by a man wearing a face. So you know, not thinking clearly.
1: All right, I should be less harsh. No, <laughs> I get funny. it. I understand. I'm sorry, <laughs> Sally. Sorry, sorry, Bye. Sally. <laughs> so Sally is running. And unfortunately, um, the direction that she runs to is the wrong house. (laughs) So she, uh, so yeah, so she, she runs into, uh, the, their family house, Leatherface's family house, my apologies. Um, not knowing that it's, that that's the house that is there. Of course. Um, and runs inside and everything trying to get away. Uh, (laughs) And you know, apparently Leatherface can't break down the door, so he decides to cut it. Solid choice. It's your house, but okay. Um, I mean, that gets him in trouble. I mean, he has no pride in his home.
0: Clearly, doesn't Which he have is no weird, pride? Because he's so like, he decorated it.
1: Right. <laughs> he put all these bones up himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, runs into the house. Runs ends up running upstairs. Um, After kind of looking through the house a little bit and seeing the, just all of the nasty, Mm -hmm. um, finds two seemingly dead people upstairs. Yes. Uh, Grandma and Grandpa, she finds them. uh, And then as she's trying to get downstairs, run downstairs to escape, Leatherface gets in.
0: You're right. He gets in. And so she ends up jumping out a second story window. Yep. Like... Oh, Sally Hardesty is the first final girl, and she is a fucking badass. I mean it. she jumps out at two goddamn windows. Yes.
1: Two! Two! Without even second guessing it. No, no hesitation. No, she, she just was out. Through that
0: window. <laughs> she she said, was like, he's that way, I'm going this way. <laughs> yep. and out she went.
1: <laughs> and I was impressed that she really didn't get that hurt from jumping out that second story window. Nope. It was a little nope. sprained ankle, maybe.
0: Yep. She was she was limping a little bit, but she was still going pretty damn fast.
1: Yeah. So, she ends up, of course, running in the other direction, runs away, and then ends up getting to the gas station.
0: Right. She ends up going to the gas station, and she's like, oh, good, guy from earlier. Clearly, right. you're going to help me.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And he's like, all right, come in and sit down in here. And then she looks over, and she's, like, staring at the barbecue pit. And she's like,
2: hmm. hmm
1: Well, and she's staring at the door, because, mind you, Leatherface was, this entire time, right behind her. She breaks into the door, and he's just gone. Yeah, where'd he go? Why didn't he just come in? Right. Hello?
0: Is he killing that dude? Because that dude just went out there. Right. But I don't hear any chainsaws. What's happening?
1: Hmm. Sus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
0: And it is super sus, because then the... uh, I can't believe I just said sus. Um... You're welcome.
2: (laughs) Breaking it down. that... (laughs)
0: That... (laughs) That guy walks in with a rope, and she's like what the fuck yeah and like literally i think that's what she says i think she says what the fuck and, <laughs> uh and and she tries to sort of beat him off mm-hmm. and he's got a broom which is hilarious
1: I know. Like, sir you're sir you you realize you're holding the handle i mean you're hitting her with <laughs> you're
0: hitting her with the soft part <laughs> yeah
1: you're not doing much damage here
0: but he does manage to like knock her down which kind of knocks her out and then he ties Wait. her up he puts her in the truck and what you learn at that point is that he appears to be Leatherface's father or his uncle. yeah some kind of, of like older guardian right like male relative. Mm-hmm. I, I you never quite get if he is father or uncle right but he's part of this family
1: mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess father. Just because it's a very keep it in the family kind of a situation.
0: It is. It is. And I, I, mm-hmm. I, I do think that he's. it's supposed to be the father. Yes. Um, so. He ties her up. He puts her. And the reason that you find out like. Or the way that you find out that this is all connected. Is on the way back to the homestead. He passes the hitchhiker. Yep. Gets out of the car and starts screaming at him mm-hmm. about how he's fucked up and what is he doing. He was in the graveyard. He was going to get... So now you've learned mm-hmm. that these people are the grave robbers. Right. And he says specifically, I told you to never leave your brother alone. So, and the right. hitchhiker had discussed his brother with them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: His brother makes head cheese. <sighs> didn't mention what kind, but...
1: No, sure didn't.
0: Um, but yes, so they take the girl in the house, they get back to the house, they take the girl in the house, mm-hmm. the hitchhiker recognizes her, starts to taunt her, which is like one of the most terrifying moments in the movie for mm-hmm. me. Like, can you imagine?
1: Yeah, no thank you.
0: In the midst of all of this, right. the bag gets pulled off your head and suddenly it's this guy and you're like, oh fuck. Like, this has been the trajectory all day. The father is piping mad, right? He is mm-hmm. He is angry at the hitchhiker. Because he almost got caught grave robbing, and he led these people here, and like this is something they do, like they do kill people. Oh, absolutely, but like not usually this messily, right? Like he's 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 been seen, and Mm -hmm. you know the father doesn't know if there are witnesses. Has anyone gotten away? Like you know Leatherface is just running amok at this point. This girl was Mm -hmm. running around screaming bloody murder. Mm -hmm. Like somebody might have heard. The police might be coming. You know, and last but at least leatherface fucked up the door and he's really pissed about that. As well he should be, honestly. I mean, yeah. That's the one thing that like he's reasonable about.
1: I mean, clearly they don't have a whole lot of money. Right. I'm yeah. I'm just saying a door is not cheap, guys. Right.
0: There is a reason they're using human they're selling human meat. Right. <laughs> right? Like there's a reason beyond uh-huh. just like being psychopaths. Right. Like they need the money. So like, yeah, not cheap. Um So they have the girl tied up and they and he's like Go upstairs and get your grandpa. hmm Okay. And they bring down one of the corpses, or at least what you thought was a corpse, but turns out, in fact, is just their very old, very, very sick...
1: Oh, God.
0: ...grandfather. Mm-hmm. Um, who looks s- disturbingly like the Six Flags guy. Do you remember that?
1: Not only do I remember him, I did also think this. And not only that, I also was just talking about that man not less than two days ago. Which is iconic. but um but yes, no, he does look like seriously disturbing like him. honestly,
0: yeah. and and again, he's like it's it's very clearly a rubber mask like does not hold up as well as no. as leatherface mask uh, does not does not look as good. but, um, the way that she learns that this is not in fact a corpse
1: mm-hmm. is
0: because they cut her finger and feed him some of her blood. Yep, yep. which is Gram- a, which yep. is a fun moment.
2: Uh, <laughs> he yeah, starts Grandpa's sucking
0: just... on her finger. Uh, which fun fact? <laughs> he actually did.
2: Ew. So
1: wait, what?
0: They were having trouble with the effect. Oh. So they actually cut Marilyn Burns' finger.
1: Oh, okay.
0: That is real blood, in that scene. Nope. Who proclaimed that every single actor ended up injured by the end of the shoot? Which, I'm... like, again, goes back to, we've said it before, st- stop it, directors. Don't injure your actors.
1: No, that's not how the this The movie's works. not that important. No. No, no.
0: <laughs> stop injuring your actors. Um, but anyway. So she, like, faints at that point because she's, like, just so terrified.
1: Well, yeah, she's got her finger sucked on by a... By what she thought old, was a corpse. Yeah, ninety-year-old corpse. Like, and how, oh, I think and, he has
0: to be older than ninety. At
1: least, it, like, it's <laughs> it's, it's got to be at least a hundred, yeah.
0: right? Um, <laughs> she wakes up and she's at the dinner table, which is just like the last place she wants to be. Uh-huh. They have given her a plate of food, which is hilarious because she's still tied up. So how she's supposed to eat it? <laughs> she has figured out thus far that the food on her plate is human meat.
1: Oh, yeah. She's well aware.
0: (laughs) Uh, Corpse Grandpa is across the table from her. And then Leatherface, the hitchhiker, and the proprietor of the gas station are all sitting there. Mm -hmm. And they begin to taunt her. Mm -hmm. And taunt each other. Oh, yeah. So there's a little bit of exposition here about, like, why they're doing all this. You know, they're talking about how, you know, the loss of jobs at the slaughterhouse. It's talked about how the proprietor doesn't usually do the killing. Mm -hmm. and he's like i just find no pleasure in killing so he's more of like the he's more of like the the sort of guy who gets people for them and also yes he makes the food yep that's what the hitchhiker keeps saying he's just a cook he's just a cook right Mm -hmm. so interestingly kim henkel who was the co-writer of this also and this also happened in texas i believe said that part of his inspiration for this was um, the Candyman killings and Elmer Wayne Henley and Dean Quarrell and how Elmer Wayne Henley was used as a lure, Mm -hmm. right? And then once everyone was... And then he killed Dean Quirrell, right? Well... um, And then in court, he stood up and was like, you know, I'll take responsibility for this because, you know, it was wrong. And Hankley, or Hankley, (laughs) I'm sorry, I just combined their names. Hankle, who's (laughs) the writer of the movie. Henley is this killer. Hankley, it's, uh, I mean, shot Reagan, I guess. Um, That's (laughs) Hankley. Jesus Christ. Shocktail's strong, folks. Um, (laughs) He... He was talking about that sort of, like, moral schizophrenia. Mm -hmm. That, like, clearly, Henley knew what he was doing was wrong, right? Because he stood up in court and he was like, this is wrong. Um, But he still did it. Um, And so, like, that, I think... And I think that sort of comes through in the proprietor's character. Yes. Because he refuses to do the killing. Mm -hmm. But he's just as complicit as the rest of them.
2: Exactly. He knows it's wrong. He knows it's wrong.
0: You know, he says he takes no pleasure in it. Mm -hmm. He, He actually, when they are about to kill Sally... Mm -hmm. He actually, like, goes in the other room. Like, he doesn't want to watch.
1: Yeah, no, he doesn't want to see it at all.
0: Right. Um, But he still... He tied her up and he brought her here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, he's just as complicit. Yeah,
1: Hughes still did all the things, but...
0: Um, So I thought that that was an angle I'd never thought of before, that this could be, like, based on the Candyman killings. Yeah. And and that's just... uh, That was just interesting Mm -hmm. to read today. Um, So they decide that Grandpa should have one last kill, because apparently he was the best.
1: Right. Um I'm gonna emphasize was because was. he's a corpse guys.
0: I mean like yeah, he can barely move. And he certainly cannot hold the hammer. No. Um this is another like genuinely funny Yes moment. Like it's terrifying and it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be like I think it's supposed to be equal parts terrifying and funny. Yes. Right. I agree. Because they keep putting the, the hammer into his hand and then <laughs> he keeps just dropping yes! it. Yes.
1: Immediately. <laughs> and like this falls right to the floor.
0: But they were talking about that. Like, That's a real hammer. Like that's a yeah. real like sort of mini sledge. Like yeah. if that had hit her head, it mm-hmm. would have hurt her. So like that scene was dangerous to shoot. Mm-hmm. So in all the commotion of them trying to uh, get Grandpa to kill this girl, she manages to break free, mm-hmm. jumps through yet another window. <laughs> they spent they had they had one hundred forty thousand dollars and at least half of that went to sugar class. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so many people because like. Leatherface breaks windows. He pushes somebody through a window.
1: Sally's just she's
0: jumping through every. She, I mean, she prefers windows to doors. This girl. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And by now the sun is coming up, right? It's Mm -hmm. been the sort of like the the classic like one horrid night. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so she's running along, and the hitchhiker and Leatherface give chase. Oh, we should actually say this because this isn't always the case in movies. Leatherface is actually what they call him.
1: Yeah, thank you for mentioning that because I wanted I had thought of that earlier. Yeah, because his brother calls him Leatherface. His brother
0: calls him Leatherface. So that is like whatever his real name is. I'm I'm sure that's retconned in like some.
1: I believe so. Yes. Like
0: subsequent movie, probably like the prequel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they call him Leatherface.
1: Yeah. Um
0: because his his mask actually is tanned like mm-hmm. he took th- it's made of human skin but it's not just like you know it's not like fresh human skin no he no, like, it, turned it into it. the leather
1: yeah oh we should also mention that um that he he dressed up for the dinner party he put on makeup
0: he did he put makeup on his mask I-
1: <laughs> and managed to make it again both equal parts terrifying and hilarious mm-hmm. cuz it's like it's obnoxiously like, you know, like bright blue eyeshadow, oh, yeah. bright lipstick, and but like 17. all over. Yes, exactly. Um, I think he even had mascara on or something like that. Um, yeah, maybe. But uh, it, it was just, it, it was jarring, but I'm like, oh, you're playing the mom.
0: He is. He is absolutely playing the mom. I mean. Which makes sense when you think of him as a, a proxy for Ed Gein.
1: Right. 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 Yes.
0: Um, but yeah, he he dress he is dressing up. It, it's never it's never actually addressed why he does this specifically. Nope. But he is dressing up like their mother. Mm-hmm. That is what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And the the apron. He's wearing a wig at one point. Yes. Like that's not his normal hair. Um, he is dressing up like their mother,
2: mm-hmm.
0: in the same way that you know Norman Bates dressed up like his mother. Right. So. You know, and and that backstory is never given. Like what happened to that mother, which again, if you listen to our um, episode on science Lambs, I had a big old long rant about <laughs> about the villains in <laughs> <Yep>. movies <laughs> doing gender bending things, and mm-hmm. that applies here as well. Um, but it is it is something that's not as associated with this character right. as it is with some of the others. Right. Um. And it, but it still again was not necessary. No, it wasn't to put that makeup on. It does, however, make it hilarious because it's just so, like, clownish Mm -hmm. the way that he does it. Right. Um, So, yeah. So, they're chasing. Leatherface is a little bit behind them. The hitchhiker is right on her heels. And he's, like, taunting her. He's, like, pushing her. Mm
2: -hmm. He's
0: slashing at her back with his razor. Mm -hmm. Right. And he chases her into the road, at which point he gets hit by a (laughs) semi-truck. And that is perhaps the most on-screen, like clearly shown death in the film
1: yeah because
0: like that body goes under those wheels and you see it oh yeah you see it just go (laughs) He's
1: gone. and you go (laughs) flattened
0: (laughs) the truck driver gets out of the truck like what the fuck i just like ran over a person this is awful like that's bad enough that's bad enough And Mm -hmm. then he gets out and like here comes Leatherface, so he just turns around and gets right back in the truck.
1: Smartest character in the movie, gets right back in the truck. Yep. It's him well it's so it's him getting out and then Sally's running towards him, covered in blood.
0: Right, and he's so he's like he's going to help her and then he sees Leatherface and he's like, Nope, we're getting in the truck. We're going all together. To his credit, he also pulls her into the truck. He like does. he's not just abandoning her, but right. he's like, "We need to get in the truck because, like, this motherfucker." Like right. he he reacts and adapts to the situation very quickly. Yeah. like I want the story about that guy. Uh huh.
2: Because
0: <laughs> he's just like, "Oh, okay, we're getting in the truck."
1: Right, and then he's like, "All right, he's trying to cut at the door, so we're going to so get out, out, out of the truck, truck. <laughs> going on the other side. We're just gonna do 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 around this truck." <laughs>
0: yeah, he, he grabs a monkey wrench out of the truck and just chucks it at the other face's head and manages to knock him down. And? At, at which point, his own chainsaw like yeah! cuts his leg, which slows him down quite a bit. Right. And then the truck driver, like, peels off and, like, runs off. And you never, you, ne- you don't know what happened no, to him. You no, you have no idea. You never see what happened to him. Nope, he's out. He's <laughs> just like, bye.
1: And? He quit I his mean, job. As I would
0: too. I yeah. would too. I'd be like, I'm never driving down that fucking road again.
1: Nope. That truck is there forever.
0: Yep. <laughs> but he also could have like gone around, gotten back in the truck and driven away. That's true. I guess that's probably the most likely scenario because yes. like Leatherface was down. So he had time to like yes. go back around and get back in the truck. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, Sally manages to flag down a passing pickup truck, mm-hmm. who I'm sure the, the driver was like, what the fuck is happening? And... Just like with the last ounce of her strength, which is actually it's a great, it's a very tense moment because she does not easily get in that truck. Because of course Mm -hmm. she's not; she's like exhausted and injured, like and just hopping into the back of a pickup truck is not easy.
1: Nope.
0: (laughs) Even if you're like perfectly well and fresh and like ripper and a go, Mm -hmm. Um, but she does manage to get in and she's driving away laughing maniacally mm-hmm. like the, the laugh that comes out of Marilyn burns at the end of that is like almost as terrifying as anything else that happens in the movie and you're like oh she's lost her mind
1: reasonably so but reasonably so, shit. but she
0: has lost her mind um and then the film ends with this just beautiful i mean it's beautiful oh i love it oh my god it's it's like it's like this is a filmmaker yeah right <laughs> of uh Leatherface just, like, in a rage. Because now he's really pissed off because, like, this situation has also killed his brother. Right. Right? So, like, that's actually, you know, he was after her to begin with. But, like, he mm-hmm. was then also really after that truck driver because right. he killed his brother. Which, I mean, again, probably the most reasonable thing that mm-hmm. he does in the movie. <laughs> like, he'd be pissed. But um, just, like, screaming and, you know, just... Flinging the chainsaw through the mm-hmm. air and spinning around in circles just like having this huge tantrum with the chainsaw and just right. the way that it's shot is
2: mm-hmm.
0: legitimately glorious. Like, well, a beautiful shot for any genre.
1: Well, it's, it's shot at all these different angles and, it, like, not only is Leatherface in his movements chaotic, but mm-hmm. so is the camera. Right. The camera shots are also just... All over the place. Mm-hmm. It is a perfect final shot.
0: It is. It it, it mm-hmm. is. It's just. I can't couldn't couldn't have couldn't have ended the movie better
2: Mm-mm.
0: than that. And then what you hear is like the score, obviously. Right. But you hear him screaming and you hear her laughing, uh-huh. which just again goes back to the sound design of this movie. Right. So good. Um. But yeah, and that's it.
1: That's it. That's how it ends. That's
0: it. That's how it ends. Except it doesn't end because there's like 18 more movies.
1: Right. But at least that one,
0: like at the end of that one, like that is very much left open for a sequel. Right. Because he's just standing there in the road. Right. I mean, he has a potential victim who's like still just running around. Right. (laughs) Like Sally made it, but.
1: But we don't know what uh, happened after.
0: We don't know what happened after. Um, And then the the sequels just got completely ridiculous.
1: (laughs) I've actually not watched a single one. Not a single one. Not even the Matthew McConaughey one. They're bad. Is, is that Matthew
0: McConaughey? No, it's Vigo Mortensen. It's no, Viggo I thought.
1: Mortensen. No, Matthew McConaughey isn't one of them. Is he? Yeah. I didn't. I, don't I think he's in three.
0: No, it's Vigo Mortensen. I mean, maybe Matt is McConaughey in a... as well. Maybe they're in it together.
1: <laughs> is it just Mortenson? Mortensen, I'm just <laughs> stupid? I swear on my life. Yeah. Okay. No, it is. It's the Next Generation.
0: The Next. Okay. So it's the next one after 3.
1: Yeah, it's the one what uh, yes. Yep, sure is. Okay.
0: That's it for the Texas chainsaw massacre from 1974. Join us next week for our review of uh-huh. Texas chainsaw massacre.
1: Yes. Um yeah, it's not the same one though. I promise. It's not um it's not Texas chainsaw. <laughs> it's um not the Texas chainsaw massacre. It's I oh, know it's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm
0: sorry. I'm pretty sure there are actually three that are just called the Texas Chainsaw.
1: Massacre. Um, I believe you're right. <laughs> Maybe four. <laughs> I, um, the the 2011 version was technically called Texas Chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason they decided out of the, the three they, they decided to remove one of the three words. I mean, I guess it does make it standalone, but it's just now it's just Texas Chainsaw. Right. <laughs> we like, don't know that it's could, also. You you could be doing
0: anything right. with with that chainsaw right at this point. Um.
1: This is a movie about tree cutters. <laughs> it's a bunch of lumberjacks. A bunch of loggers.
0: Texas. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the 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 new one, the Netflix, the twenty twenty two Netflix. Yes. Uh, that came out last month.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, very very excited to review it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But until next week. Like and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts. We have our YouTube videos, which you can find us by searching for Friday Night Frights Podcast. We have our Instagram, F and Frights Podcast. Of course, we have Spotify as well, which um, you're welcome to follow us on there. Uh, and then our Twitter, F and Frights Pod. We have our Facebook page, which you can find us by searching for Friday Night Frights. Uh, Our website, fnfrightspodcast.com. You can scream at us at scream at fnfrightspodcast.com. And of course, we have our Fright Club, our Patreon. Katie? Yes. What is the first rule of Fright Club?
0: The first rule of Fright Club is do not pick up hitchhikers. I'm going to just
1: emphasize on Katie's pauses between each word. (laughs) Um, Don't fucking do it. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't do it.
0: Also, don't hitchhike.
1: Yes. No. Yeah, exactly.
0: Literally, like, if there is a true story on which this movie is based, it's how many fucking hitchhikers got killed or people who were killed by people hitchhiking in the 70s. Yep. It was literally a thing. And people continue to hitchhike for, like, decades.
1: Yeah. People are still doing it now. Don't do it. I'm like, I get that you're desperate, but I will. No. 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 I will pay for an Uber rather than you hitchhike.
0: Yeah, you're not getting in my fucking car.
1: <laughs> no. Yeah.
0: yeah that's. A, let me order you an Uber.
1: Right. Which is, which is realistically hitchhiking, but you're paying for it. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> at least there's like a little panic button in the app now. Right. Exactly. <laughs> once that guy, cause like once that guy was in their car, when he started shedding f- shit on fire, they were like, Oh, we have no real recourse for this until we can get him out of the car. Yep. So like, cool.
1: Yeah. You are trapped in a moving vehicle.
0: Yeah, but like, you know, Bundy, Kemper, all of these people.
1: The list goes on.
0: The the hitch the hitchhiker murders where they never even caught the cat. Right. The other one. I don't know. There's like a million of them.
1: There's a bunch of them.
0: There's so many. <laughs> John Norman Collins, the the Ypsilanti Ripper, picked up hitchhikers.
1: Look, look up any true crime podcast. Right. Um any serial killer from the 70s or the early 80s,
0: they picked up hitchhikers. Yep. Or did the hitchhiking themselves.
1: Exactly. So don't fucking do it.
0: Don't do it. So gays and ghouls, join us next Friday night. You'll be in for a fright.
1: But until then, sleep tight.